Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Kimono. The word kimono literally translates from Japanese to as wear thing. Okay. That's what kimono means. That's what that, uh... Wear thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll ask Maria with Italian, I'll say, how do you say this word or that word in Italian? How do you translate from English to Italian? And she'll, if she doesn't know, and maybe she's just giving me an excuse, but she'll say, well, there, there isn't a word for that. Right, yes. And I'll be like, well, do they not have pots and pans in Italy? Like, It's just, I, it's just a phrase that a phrase, they use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same with the, you know, the boys' French immersion. Yeah. Adrian's bilingual, thankfully, because mm. otherwise they wouldn't be in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you roll the Google Translate over it, right. it never quite no, comes no. out the same. Steve Martin has a great joke about the French language. He said, those French people, they have a different word for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, during a conversation, the average person's turn to talk lasts two seconds, and there's only a gap of 200 milliseconds before the other person talks again. That's true across all cultures and even in sign language conversations. Right. And, and only exacerbated by Zoom yeah, yeah. <laughs> and FaceTime and conversations where, you know, when the mic only picks up. One person at a time. Yeah. Uh, that you really, it, it's tough with awkward pauses because you don't know when you can speak. You can't really interject sometimes. Well, just it, the art of a conversation. Yeah. You know, if you and your uh, spouse are having a, uh, a heated debate <laughs> uh, or just even just casual conversation, like allowing somebody to finish their thought, mm-hmm. you know. We're also very, very uh, aware of silence. I used to have a, a boss who said, I'll just sit and say nothing. Eventually, you'll spill the beans on everything. You know, <laughs> right. wasn't me, it was him. <laughs> and and that, I think that's a, a trick with police work as well, too, yeah. right? You can get, they get somebody in a, an interrogation room and just let them sweat it out. Sweat it out. And I'm, I'm very guilty. Like, Maria will be constantly saying to me, let me finish. Yeah. You know, she'll be halfway through a story, and I'll be cutting her off. And I, I'm, I'm very bad at it. And, you know, and it's even with this job, I mean, you, you feel it, right? Like, we'll be going back and forth. And you can kind of feel in, your, in yourself either, okay, I have to take a pause so the other person can get in here. Right. Or, or I just got to jump in and walk all over them because they're talking too long. Yeah, I mean, when you're having face-to-face conversations, though, you can kind of see the eagerness in someone mm. to that they want to. They've got a point they want to get across <laughs> to prove you're wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> or you can see that they've just given up listening to you as well. Now, this is a little side story to having conversations, but uh, one of our one of our coworkers sent me an email yesterday, and it was from somebody that works at CBC. And they said, um, I was listening to one of your morning shows recently, and the two morning show hosts really got into it and were very passionate about whatever topic they had. He goes, I won't, I won't share the topic. He said, but it was totally gripping, and I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> and, I, and I returned the email to our coworker, and I said, well, I suspect it was probably us, like right. they didn't even say Because I don't think other morning shows – in this building, argue the way we do. <laughs> no, they seem to get along. <laughs> they like each other. <laughs> or they just eat their feelings. 
<laughs> Whereas <is> you can't. <laughs> and you are totally disagreeable on everything. Anyhow, I just thought that was funny. Hopefully he's in the hiring position at CBC. Right, yeah. Uh, the Sega Genesis version of Mortal Kombat outsold the Super Nintendo version 5 to 1 back in the early 90s because the Nintendo version censored out the blood. Right. Yeah, bring it on. The most serious crime in ancient Rome was killing a parent. So if you killed one of your parents, the punishment was being sewn into a bag with a monkey, snake, dog, and chicken, and then thrown into a river to drown. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So better you just put up with your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma. Yes, ma. I hear you, ma. Yeah, yeah. Who came up with that? I don't know. A monkey, a snake, a dog, and a chicken. Who wins first in that fight? Well, I think it's cruel to the animals mm-hmm. more than anything. What did they do wrong? Do they... <laughs> this guy killed his mom. I had nothing to do with it. I'm just hanging in a tree, smelling my own poopy fingers. No, oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> And the poor guy who's got to like like carry out that sentence. He's like, yeah. oh, now I got to catch a monkey yeah. <laughs> and get him all in a bag <laughs> just because you couldn't live with Ma. And that's a hell of a like. How many people were involved? Like just thinking of shoving <laughs> the person, the animals, sewing it up. <laughs> Stop moving! <laughs> I'm trying to sew here. Damn it! I stabbed myself with the pin. Yeah, times weren't better no, back then. No, I don't think so. No. The world record for bench pressing was 364 pounds in 1916. That was a good day. It's now more than triple that. A guy named Will Brody bench pressed 1,105 pounds last wow. year. Wow. 1,100 pounds. Yep. Bet you can't find his nuts. No. <laughs> New. <laughs> New. I won't tell him that to his face. Hairless rage issues. <laughs> 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 Loves the mask. Couple yeah. of pimples he's uh-huh. got, I think. That's right. In Europe, wow. Cool Ranch Doritos are called Cool American Doritos. <laughs> okay. Of course they are. <laughs> and the tongue twister, she sells seashells by the seashore, right. was inspired by a female paleontologist named Mary Anning, who sold fossils out of a little stand on Dorset Beach in England in the early 1800s. <laughs> That's where that comes from. Really? If anybody ever asked. <laughs> Have you been uh, pawning off of somebody else when it comes to Netflix? Have you been sharing an account? You're not kicking in your 12, 13, 14, 15, 20 bucks a month, whatever. <laughs> I think it was eight at one yeah, point. Yeah, and we were still not willing to pay. <laughs> Anyhow, I guess Netflix has had enough. Uh, so they, they've been threatening this for a while. They know what's going on, of course, and people have been sharing accounts. And they say the numbers are like 40 or 50% of their subscribers. 72% is that of what subscribers it is? Oh, well, yeah. share it's ridiculous. with someone else. Now, look, I understand if you've got kids off at college or whatever, but, you know, if you're sharing it with your next door neighbor and, you know, your aunt who lives uh, in B.C., I mean, this is the stuff that probably drives them crazy. Uh, so they, they've been trying to throw it around for a while as to how they can uh, curb this. And now they're saying that they're going to start uh, putting up on-screen messages to people to confirm that your account is your account and not uh, owned by somebody else. 
They're going to want you to enter a verification code, and then that will be sent to the uh, account by email or text of the person who pays the bill every month. And you'll have to verify that. So now they're saying, you know, we're going to start it in different markets, try it out here or there. And they're also saying that they're going to kind of grandfather it in where now they're going to give you the option of verifying later so you can continue to watch what you're watching. And then you just have to scurry off to the person who owns the account and get that verification code. Right. Uh, well, listen, I, I guess, you know, they're originally, and I remember when Netflix, Netflix first came out, it would be like, you know, oh, I was over at my buddy's place. I got his password, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know we can watch it at our place Guilty. now. And uh, and and that getting really shared around to where the point where the guy who's originally paying for it doesn't even know that it's happening. That's right, right. Then that's not cool, and especially because you're limited to the amount of screens that can be on at one point. Right, mm-hmm. I think it's what three, and then if you pay for the up version, it's five. Uh, and, and you know, if you own a Netflix account and you go to turn it on and you can't get in because there's so many people sharing it, well, that's the problem that, too. That, yeah. You know, that is a real issue. But go change your password sometime and see how many emails you get from people you haven't spoken <laughs> to in months. Right. Hey, <laughs> and that's probably you're right on you just to change your password every yeah. now and then if you think that's a problem. But at the same time, you know, Netflix, their profits last year, they're one of the companies that boomed. During mm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And while I understand it's expensive to operate for them because they have a lot of original content that they're putting up. These shows are expensive. The Crown is their most expensive. They pay $13 million an episode yeah. to put that together. But their profits last year in the fourth quarter went from $1.6 billion in 2019 to $6.2 billion mm-hmm. in 2020. That's a massive increase. They're not hurting. Nope. When it comes to, you know, this, although they could, I guess, be making more. Yeah, they could probably be making 12 point something billion. Right. You know, and I listen, I think that it should be treated like the cell phone family plans. Of course, you know, if you want to share with your kids or your parents, people who are immediate family, I get that. But yeah, the idea of handing it around to, you know, your cousin and your uncle and your your buddy from work, this Mm. is the stuff that I'm sure drives them crazy. So they're trying, and eventually they will find a way, I guess, to shut it down. Maybe they'll start forcing people to change. Like every account, at some point up on your screen will come, you must change your password. They'll they'll force you into doing that. Yeah. Anyhow, we'll see. Uh, They want to try to curb this if they can, because if that's true, 72%. They say uh, wow. yeah, 72% of Netflix subscribers have let someone else use their login. Yeah, either that or just, they're just going to up their rates huge, you know. So yeah. so if they turn to you and say, uh, you know, it's going to be 30 or 40 bucks a month now, you might start turning to family members and go, you want to chip in on this or get your own account or I'm going to go down to the lowest package. Well, yeah, like, I, listen, I've shared my password with my parents and yeah. said, hey, you want to watch it, go ahead. But I pay for the up-level up right. service for that. Right, right. So if they say, you know, that's not allowed to happen anymore, then we'll both drop down. We'll sure. be paying exactly the same, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a dollar more. Uh, overall, but right. you know, I'm I'm gonna drop down to the basic service for my house and the basic service for their house, rather than having the upscale one for both of them. My father asked to share mine. I said, "Hey, <laughs> I work full time." <laughs> my dad said, I, "You've been mooching off me for 40 years. I want one thing." Almost all men have this fear, and almost all men have lived through this fear. That while you're grooming down below, mm. almost all of us have either cut or nicked ourselves. 
Hmm. Now, I remember when I got into the manscaping. <laughs> this started last week. <laughs> Chainsaw. <laughs> First of all, I didn't even really know what the process was. Right. Like, I, I, I you know, and I wasn't going to start Googling it because I don't need people seeing that. <laughs> I got enough embarrassing things in my, in my uh, history. <laughs> But I just remember, like, standing in that shower and using, like, the electric razor to do the initial work. Right. And then just, like, how do you, just hauling on it to, to try to, because you want it, you don't like want ripping? it. You don't want it, well, no, just, like, taunt. Gotcha. Like a, like a rope to a boat on a dock. <laughs> because you don't want any slack. <laughs> Can you relate? I I I, I know where you're going because I, I just like the, I think I'm jumping ship. <laughs> this summer, whenever you tie the boat to the dock, that's all you'll think about. Oh Lord! Um, just fraying like, nylon, just hauling on it to make sure there's no slack, and then bringing that razor blade up ever so gently because the, I was so afraid I was gonna cut my boys. Right? Yes, and many guys have. Well, I, and listen, there's a lot of commercials on right now for, for products and razors designed mm. to help stop the nicks and cuts. Gets itchy. Yeah, because when you're not, you know, when you're not trimming an area that's not completely smooth. Right. Uh, it's downright dangerous. Oh, I'm like the, a baby's bum now. <laughs> like a paper cut in that area. Oh. Very sensitive. And, you know. You're shaving your face, and we all nick ourselves occasionally shaving our face. You just go, ah, all right, I'll, that'll right. clear off in the shower or whatever. You're in your house, the shower's on, you're in there, and you you hear somebody go, ah, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's funny, too, is because I'm sure there's some ladies who are listening to this conversation right now oh. who are like, you guys are ridiculous. Babies. We've been doing this for years. Babies. Right? Yep. But the problem is, when it comes to manscaping, mm. is knowing when to stop. Right? Right. Like defining what the area is. Because dudes are hairy all over. Oh, I've gone to my knees. (laughs) (laughs) Up my belly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going around the back of my leg. Right. No, you're right. Because where where does that V end? Yeah. Well, like, listen, if you've got a spot on your carpet, right, you don't just cut out that one spot because then it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. you still got carpet everywhere. Yeah. I, 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 I've, so listen, sometimes I'm, I'm so aware of the manscaping now that sometimes when I'm watching, say, porn, I'm more, I'm more observing of how he's cleaned himself up. Go, oh, that's a real problem. How did he get in there? How did he do that? Uh, they hire people he's, for that. Yeah, he's got to have a professional. Yes, they know. They go to waxers yeah. that do that. They got and fluffers and cleaners. Is there a lower job than the person <laughs> who's doing yeah. that? We always thought the fluffer was the lowest job on the. <laughs> no, the waxer. <laughs> it's the bottom. Definitely. It's the bottom. People were asked about what food items they just could not live without. Like, what's something that you just couldn't imagine ever not eating? Ooh. If you were told you can't eat that ever again. It's got to be pizza. I mean, the wheel is like the most popular of all But for you personally? Takeouts. Uh, but I'd have a tough time without pizza. Yeah. Burgers. I would think steak would be high on steak, your list. Like meat. Yeah, that would not... be very difficult yeah. for me. 
hell of a good dip for me. <laughs> could never, could never see myself living without hell of a good dip. I get caught in the uh, in the never-ending uh, trend with with hell of a good dip is that. You know, if you buy the big dip, yeah. one bag of chips doesn't seem to go through the whole dip. Yeah. And then when you get the second bag, you run out of dip, and then it's this never-ending cartwheel. Sure. You got to go get more. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a, there's a real balance, because if you go in hard with the chip and you come up with a big... Because early on, there's so much dip. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you're just... You're shoveling it in. <laughs> yeah. You know. And then you're scraping oh, it yeah. by the end. Oh, yeah. You're in there with your finger, and <laughs> I've just gone in with a spoon, and I eat it like soup. <laughs> Uh, so the things that people say they just cannot uh, live without when it All comes right. to food. Peanut butter, burgers, cheese, pasta, bacon, bread, milk, pizza, butter, and mac and cheese at the top of the list. Well, if you said pasta and cheese, then that would think mac and cheese. Right. Maybe I'm they assuming think KD. that's not. You think it's KD? Probably. Ooh. Probably. I mean, cheese would be a tough one for me to give up as well. Uh, or, or not have. Oh, yeah. Even if I was lactose intolerant. <laughs> well, it's it's because I, I eat a lot of leftovers, and cheese is such a huge part <laughs> it's huge. of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's totally huge. Now, bread shows up on the list of something, and that really is. It's, it's, bread is, for so many people, a tough one to give up. And yeah. so many people during this pandemic have been just pounding back the bread because they've been at the, home making the, it. Home baking or, or just buying a baguette. Yeah. Like warm baguette Ooh. and butter. Oh, when you go to some steakhouses, they yeah. bring out the bread and the, yeah. the whipped butter. Sometimes you're not hungry by the time the meal comes. I've, I've ruined, <laughs> I've ruined some dinners. Well, that was a nice two hundred dollar piece of bread. <laughs> Glad we had that. And bread is really tough, but it really is by far pasta and bread are like the two things that if you're trying to lose weight, you really should avoid. It is even said that bread just overall. Is like one of the worst food things you can eat. Really? Yeah, supposedly. I thought it was like the staple, like bread and water. Well, it was good for the Lord. Right. <laughs> but look what happened well, to him. He wasn't watching his weight. No, he, no, no. <laughs> um, so if you're going to eat bread, and, and listen, I, I love it, and I, uh, I don't really worry about it too much, but the healthiest you should eat is uh, the whole grain or whole wheat. Uh, you should look for the one that says 100% whole wheat or whole grain. If it doesn't say 100% on there, then it might only have a little tiny amount of the uh, whole, right. whole grain. You reach for that? The uh, whole whole wheat bread is the bread we eat at home. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you guys? Well, <laughs> no, depends on who's eating it. <laughs> <laughs> are you At your age, are you still eating white Wonder Bread? Uh, not always. <laughs> but there may be parts of a loaf in my house. Sourdough is on the list. Okay. Uh, whole grain sourdough is, uh, if you're going to eat bread, it's a good one. Rye bread is one of the healthier beds, uh, breads to eat, and multigrain. I don't know if I want to hear what the bad ones okay. are. Okay, these are the ones you should completely avoid at all times, Lucky. Okay. By far, bagels, number one. <laughs> they, are, they are just full of refined sh- uh, flour, added sugar, high in calories. <laughs> what's, the, what's today, Wednesday? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's half price day at the bagel shop, too. Uh, white bread, flour <laughs> tortillas. <laughs> And white pita bread. All the breads you should avoid. <laughs> I had all in the last week. <laughs> Everyone's talking about uh, cancel culture these days. It's the hot buzzwords and uh, the hot term. But it's actually been around for years, and especially when it comes to women. BuzzFeed put together a list of women who uh, they say were canceled in the past for reasons that were pretty sexist. Included in the list, the Chicks, of course, originally known as the Dixie Chicks. Right. After their, uh, they were shunned for speaking out against George W. Bush. Jackson, 
The fallout from the infamous wardrobe malfunction had been more damaging to her career than Justin Timberlake's. He even went on to perform at other Super Bowls since then. Sinead O'Connor, her career, career was completely derailed after she tore up that photo of the Pope during her SNL performance yes. in 92. She was only trying to bring awareness to child abuse within the Catholic Church. And remember, that was just a few seconds at the end of their performance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy. Yeah, and it finished it. Well, Sinatra <laughs> at the time wanted her dead. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Williams. She was the first black woman to become Miss America, but she had to give up the crown after Penthouse published nude photos that she had posed for years before. That's right. And uh, read that she was supposed to be or, or uh, thought of for that uh, role in Coming to America, the original, uh, to, to play Lisa. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh, the girlfriend, now wife, yeah. And did that fall apart because of I, all I, of that? I don't know if it was because of all of that. No, I think this I think this would have been after right, that. Right. Um, but she was just uh, starting her acting career. I don't know whether or not there was, you know, other things she was doing or or conflicts, but it went to this uh, this other woman instead. Of course, the most famous maybe is Monica Lewinsky. The right. shame and humiliation that she uh, felt and had to go into hiding, basically, after her affair with Bill Clinton. And he survived the impeachment trial and... Walked out of the situation relatively unscathed. <laughs> think about, think, go back to that impeachment. Right, I know, I know. <laughs> but they were all up in arms yep. over. Yeah, oh, I know. How the world has changed. <laughs> got, they went through all of that impeachment process yeah. Yeah. over that, you know, and yet the guy that they claim shouldn't be impeached whatsoever mm-hmm. and the stuff he had done. Oh, speaking of that guy, this might remind you of somebody who once uh, ran uh, America. You know the old cliche, you can't BS a BSer? Right. Well, that's total BS. Right. <laughs> New study found that, yes, you can fool someone who lies and distorts the truth. In fact, they're the easiest people to fool. Right. The research says it's because people who lie think they understand the world so well that anything that simply sounds profound, truthful, or truthful or accurate to them means it really is. Remind you of anybody? Yeah, and it's to the point. If you say it enough, you know yeah. you yeah. believe it, and they yeah. believe it. Well, it's the, they, they've said this all along about O.J. Simpson, right? Right. He's convinced himself he didn't kill her. Right. Uh, Winona Ryder, another one on the list who was unfairly canceled. She was arrested for shoplifting in 2001 and basically became a punchline. And she was a huge star at the yeah. time. Uh, Winona said that she was dealing with mental illness at the time and was taking excessive painkillers as prescribed by her doctor. That doctor has since lost his license. And in recent years, Winona has been able to rebuild her career. But she. But not nearly. Oh, what no, it not could to the heights. Yeah, no, that's right. The list also includes women like Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes, who were mocked th- uh, because of uh, struggles they went through. Uh, Kathy Griffin, of course, recently over the uh, provocative uh, pose she made with the bloody decapitated Trump head. Her career basically flushed after that. BuzzFeed points out that Snoop Dogg made a video where he shoots a clown version of Trump. Yes. And he, he's still doing baking shows. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, just an example of, uh, you know, as we go through all of this uh, cancel culture, we understand or we should be reminded that women have been dealing with this for a very long time. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.